0: hello, and welcome back to Listen to These Nerds. Uh, I'm John, and tonight I'm going to be running Pacific City Zeros. Uh, With me this week, I have...
1: Hi, I'm Chris, and I'm going to be returning for the role of Brian the Beyonder.
2: Uh, Hi, I'm Harry. Uh, I'll be playing Vincent Avery, otherwise known as Vindictive. And featuring special guests.
0: Good
3: evening, good morning, and hello. My name is Tyler, and I'm the new star of the superhero world, Tessa, also known as Lemniscate.
0: Alright, so Lemniscate, uh, because you're new to the group, uh, why don't you give the listeners a a brief uh, explanation of who your character is?
3: Alright, so uh, I'm a young, uh, up-and-coming pop star, you know, who, the thing is she's a little bit into, like, conspiracies conspiracies and stuff, because when she was a little kid, uh, she had a... People said it was a dream, but she believed she was abducted by aliens. And whether or not that's true is up for debate, but when she woke up, she had psychic powers. Now she basically goes around using her pop star prowess to, uh, you know, get everyone cheering her on and, you know, using that psychic energy to fight crime.
2: Huh.
3: It's very Space Channel 5, honestly.
2: Yeah, actually, that's very Space Channel 5. So, uh,
0: Lemniskate, you've been seeing some weird kind of signs or energy you're not really sure what to call it but you're getting a a weird feeling that um that something bad is going to be happening soon and uh because of this uh you've been drawn to a a house in the suburbs that's at the back of a cul-de-sac it looks like a normal uh everyday you know uh suburban home but you, you just you're getting a feeling that you're you should go there
3: Hmm. All right, I'll follow it down there. And before I go and knock on the door, I'm going to do a uh, quick reading with uh, my investigation and my cosmic energy to see if I can tell what's up. Mm-hmm. Sure. D6 and D10. All right, so my mid-die is a five on this overcome, I guess.
0: Okay, so uh, that's a success. Uh, so you you get a, a, a feeling of, like great uh, cosmic power coming from the basement of the house. Hmm. Um, but you, you also um, feel like you kind of run into something. You're not really sure what, what you would call it. Like a ward, maybe? So I'm gonna give you a... Uh, a uh, What what was your max die?
3: My max die was a five, as well.
0: Oh, okay. So I'm gonna give you a uh, a minus two hinder um uh, of headache because uh, that was a, a weird feeling, and you're not feeling super great afterwards.
3: Uh, Someone's doing some stuff and it's messing with my head. And I'm just gonna go up and uh, knock
0: on the door, okay? So, um, Brian, there's a yes. knock at your door,
1: okay? Um,
0: so just to check, John, what
1: is is there anything going on in the house today, like any sort of projects I'm working on, like um you know, anything going on around the house?
0: Um, not, not really. It's, it's Mm. kind of a normal everyday average day. Okay. Uh, you know, nothing weird happening.
1: Ooh, I'm trying to fix the kitchen sink. Uh, because there's been a, yeah, there's been some sort of a clog, but at the same time, I don't want to have to shell out money for a plumber. So despite the insistence of my wife that I should hire a professional, I'm trying to take care of it myself. So, uh, yeah, so basically, I hear a knock at the door. And, oh, I wonder who that could be. I was not expecting anybody. So I come out from underneath the sink. Uh, Yeah, just sort of, yeah, head on over. So oh. the door opens Lemnus gate and you see a fellow who can only be described as, like, he's got a very... Doctor Strange look about him, like full cloak and wizard clothes and stuff. His skin is completely blue. Like, that's the most notable thing about him. He's got like, um, a goatee and, you know, sweatback hair with, you know, pitch black with salt and pepper around the temples. And he also has what appear to be like a dirty pair of dishwashing gloves on as well, and a couple of, like, marks around his face as though he's been working on something, and Hello there! Can I help you, young lady? Well, standing outside, you see a
3: very anime-looking girl with, like, pink hair. And oh. she's, like, and, you know, and she she looks like she's, like, wearing a pop star, like, J-pop star frilly dress and stuff.
4: Uh-huh. the like, it... is, does Brian the Beyonder know what
1: anime is? Absolutely not. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. She just kind of looks, looks you over for a bit and is like, um, Hello there, my name is Lemmasgate and I'm a new hero and I sense something weird happening in the basement of your house. Is it oh! okay if I come in and check? Well,
5: normally I do not let strangers into my sanctum, but if you wish to investigate, I suppose if this will ensure that
1: nothing suspicious is going on, follow me! And so he uh, stands to one side, uh, opening up the door into what appears to be a very... Wait! Uh, sorry. He opens up the door, uh, letting inside, uh, exposing what appears to be a very normal suburban house. Then he just pauses for a moment. Wait a moment. Are you with the basement inspector's union? There's a basement inspector's union now. I'm
5: just a hero. Well, yes, they are relatively new, but I did have someone claiming to be from the basement inspectors, and they had false credentials and stole from me in the past. So I must ask you, are you planning to rob
3: me? No, I like, reaches into a purse and pulls out, like, a student ID from (laughs) Pacific City U or something. Oh,
5: well, if these are your credentials, then I suppose everything is all right. Follow me!
3: Yes, take me to your man cave
1: um so yeah uh you follow him uh into the house and I
5: assure you it is not a man cave despite what how my
1: wife refers to it and so he takes you to what is presumably a door to the basement so he opens it up and down a traditional you know wooden staircase leading down below the house you see like a full-on wizards sanctum with like an enormous arcane uh runic circle on the floor like in the middle of the room, a desk off to one side with all kinds of scrolls on it, like a couple of spinning magical objects that you cannot decipher in one way or another, Uh, posters on the walls depicting, uh, you know, diagrams of complex uh, arcane runes and stuff. And over in one corner, there is a washer and dryer as well.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The washer actually is a portal to the washing dimension. The dryer Mm -hmm. is just a regular dryer.
1: Yes, exactly.
3: This is why all the socks get lost. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: All right.
0: So, uh, so Brian, when you take her down, you, you, you're, you know, doing the, the, like, showing that there's nothing weird going on. It's just a wizard sanctum. And then you realize that uh, your device that warns you of interdimensional breaches is uh, going off full tilt, but it's, uh, you, you set it to silent. You're not really sure why you did that.
1: Okay, so um, oh, and then you
0: re- remember that your uh, uh, your friend uh, Quintess uh, kept tr- uh, uh, you know triggering the uh, the alert every time she walked by it, so you uh, you know turn so it off. But uh, yeah, yeah.
1: So it's possible that Lemniscate just set this thing off.
0: Uh, no. So like it, it was like when Quintess walked by it, it would be like a a like a beep 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 like yeah. you know. Uh-huh. This this is, like, uh, this isn't going, like, warning, major dimensional breach inbound, you know, the difference reality between... of fo- reality falling apart. so The difference okay.
2: between hearing, like, a few clicks on a Geiger counter and the Geiger counter clicking so fast that it just becomes one sustained noise.
1: So, okay, I'll say that Lemniscate, you see, like, a bunch of, like, it's a bunch of metallic rings that sort of spin over each other and stuff. Uh, it is a blur, basically, right now, and there's this pulsing gem in the middle that is, like, uh, throbbing red with, you know, bits of light that are streaming out of it, and, oh, no, this is terribly disconcerting! Ah, young lady, if you'll excuse me for just one moment! And I, yeah, so I begin to concentrate my magical energies on it and look into it. Is there any sort of, like, is it pointing towards a direction for this magical disturbance or anything, John?
0: Um, yeah, so with your, your general... Like this is your job. This is the thing you know how to do. So yep. you, you, you check the 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 like the boundaries between uh, this realm and uh, and the others, and uh, you find that there is something trying to break through uh, just off the coast of Pacific City.
5: Oh my goodness! And, and it, uh, yeah,
0: I... it you you realize that it might be somewhat related to the void feeder that uh, was um, that you ran into uh, during. The, your escapade, recovering the cutlery of uh, chaos.
1: Yes, on our last adventure. So I will uh, say when when Brian
3: comes to, mm-hmm. Lepusgate is also going to be concentrating very intently. It's like the Spider Verse meme where it's like Peter's thinking. Oh, and, yeah, that is just ador-
1: like a... <laughs> that is adorable. Okay, so I see this and um, listen, uh,
5: young lady, something horrible has come to my attention. There is a matter of great importance that I must attend to, although. I understand that you wish to see my basement. I must ask that we, uh, perhaps leave this for another time. What seems to be the matter? I'm a hero, too. I can help. Are you sure? I should warn you that this is a dimensional rift that is possibly being breached by a creature of great power. I mean, I was abducted by
3: aliens. It's probably on the same level.
5: Oh, that is very alarming. Well, uh, if you wish to assist, I won't turn down any help, I suppose, so long as you know that you are capable of handling yourself. Don't worry.
3: I'm capable of handling myself
5: just fine. All right. Well, I shall keep that in mind. I do have some friends and contacts that I might be able to get in touch with regarding this matter. Uh, one moment,
3: I shall make some quick phone calls. While you're doing that, I'm going to go change costume so
2: I get look on scene. Okay. Um... (laughs) The anime costume, like, that wasn't a costume That's just what you wear every day? I mean, that's that's her normal costume, but she
3: goes on theme depending on the mission.
2: Ah, I see. <laughs> okay, so are you gonna,
1: where are you gonna change? Like, you're looking around and you're kind of in the sanctum and you haven't really seen any other rooms in the house. Uh, is,
3: sorry, is there a bathroom somewhere I can quick change?
1: Absolutely!
5: Go up the stairs! End of the hall! Second door on your
1: left! Thank you! And she, she goes and changes. Okay. And so I am going, first I'm going to call, yeah, I'm going to send a message to Quintess and see if she answers.
4: Do you, do you text her
1: or? I do, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what do you say? Um, so this is in all capitals. So, Quintess, there is. I assume Brian always types in all capitals. Oh, yes, absolutely. So it reads, Quintess, there is a matter of great urgency. A dimensional disturbance has appeared. Will you be able to respond?
4: Uh, thumbs up reply.
1: And yeah, I reply with excellent. Uh, come and meet me at my house as soon as you're able. And then I'm going to send out more messages to other friends. So I'm going to text a uh, vindictive next uh-huh. and say, uh, vindictive. There is a matter regarding an interdimensional breach. Uh, will I be able to ask for your assistance with this?
2: And hey, you get a text back. I guess, but uh, after this, we're even for that little thing you helped me out with before.
1: Um, cons- So yeah, you receive a text back vindictive. Uh, consider the favor paid in full.
2: <laughs> and you'll get a thumbs-up emoji. Uh, and uh, a follow-up that just says, meet at your place? Um, absolutely. All right.
1: And um, yeah, I suppose uh, the last person I sent to is... I try to send a message out to Jonathan's character, but... I take it that I don't receive any sort of response?
0: But yeah, so I, I assume that soon everyone has assembled at uh, Brian the Beyonder's suburban home.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah, hmm. uh, so Vincent pulls up. Uh, he's still got the same crappy car. or You're not sure if it's the same crappy car or it's just another crappy car that he bought to replace the old one? It's too similar and too much of a change. But he he steps out and he's wearing his like, you know, suit with the domino mask and uh, sort of walks up. It's like, hey, sorry, I got I got here as quick as I could.
5: Um, It is all right. The fact is, you are here and that says more
2: about that than
5: anything else.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, His character. uh, He is busy doing a bunch of trading overseas. Look, I don't ask the details on these particular things because that's how you end up getting like brought before a grand jury. So he
5: is uh, currently involved with matters outside the country. I understand. But uh,
1: yeah, so what's this about a dimensional breach? I mean... If you would follow me, my good man. And I'm going to lead Vindictive downstairs, and I'm going to show him the spinny object.
2: Okay, it's spinning real fast. That
5: Uh... is what I use to detect magical anomalies currently breaking into our dimension. And this is the most active I have ever seen it in my life.
2: So, that's
5: bad. Yes, indeed, it is bad.
4: Um, you actually, uh, you see that the thing starts t- is ticking quickly, and it starts ticking even more quickly, and, so, uh, and you just com- feel like a tap yeah. on your shoulder.
1: So, at this point, it's beginning to sputter, and yep. then I'm gonna turn around and, Quintess! Uh, ah! God!
2: Please, stop doing that! It unnerves me! Oh,
4: <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, my apologies. Uh, and you see Quintess is wearing um, another one of her uh, "Quote unquote disguises."
1: Yeah, uh, what does it look like?
4: Uh, she is wearing a baggy outfit. Looks like she is pretended to be someone who picks up a litter. She has one of those like litter stabbing um <laughs> gold pikes and like a hat that just uh, and a like hat that just says City Custodial Society.
1: <laughs> but are you still wearing one of your hazmat suits?
4: I uh, it you you can see like it's clearly like. The, the, like, the baggy sort of, like, um, overalls and, like... A jumpsuit, basically. jumpsuit, kind of, that, that that Quintess is wearing is, like, not hiding it well that there are, like, clearly, like, something sticking out the side and, like, where all the, like, tubes and, like, shit are on her back is, like, just a mess. Huh. Uh, um, and she begins to uh, un- undo her disguise, um, and you see the telltale tubes and, uh... Uh, you know, uh, insulated um material of her. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be a loose
2: jumpsuit, but it's very clearly sticking shit out the sides.
4: Yeah, like it, it kind of looks like a space her her normal uh, once once her disguise is taken off, it looks like she's wearing what looks like kind of like a spacesuit. Um, except that the tube, some of the tubes are disconnected. Um, and she doesn't have the helmet up.
1: Hmm. All right. So um, okay.
5: So, Quintess, I am very glad to see that you were able to respond to my summons!
4: Uh, y- yes, uh, y- what's the problem? Is th- Sorry, is that me? And she points at the, uh, the machine.
5: No, no, when you are here, the
1: gem is merely yellow! But this is something new entirely! And at this, uh, I'm gonna say that smoke is coming off this thing, and there's a sputter, and it just sort of starts dying down, and it kind of just... Yeah, one of the rings is now, like, slightly on fire. Like, there is a small flame licking up from one side of it.
2: Oh. Uh, So that's not usual, is it? I'm taking it.
1: Not in the slightest. It's not even supposed to be on fire. And I'm just going to grab a nearby cloth and just start patting it out. Now then, we must investigate this immediately. And at the moment, we have somebody who will be assisting us in this matter. And I gesture over to Lemniscate.
3: Uh, I'm going to say like, from upstairs at that point, you're here. All right, I'm done changing, Mr. The Beyonder. Uh, <laughs> what are your friends getting here? Uh, they are here now, actually. If you would come downstairs, please. Yeah,
5: she box. is apparently a superhero in the area who wished to investigate <laughs> magical
2: anomalies that are in my basement. Vincent was- literally like puts on his like the face in his palm and he goes, Brian, Brian. What? too precious. But this is exactly how a house gets robbed.
5: No, but she has identification, and it does seem
4: legitimate. Wait, is she a police officer? No. Uh, you, you see the you see uh, Quintess begin to put the outfit back on as if it would as if it would hide her identity.
5: <laughs> no, no, that's all right. She is involved. Uh, she has a student
3: identification card, and down the stairs walks a uh, pink haired Anmu girl. Except instead of wearing the like frilly idol dress, uh-huh. she's basically cosplaying as uh, what's her name. Megumin from Kanosuba. Oh, God. <laughs> so, like, red and yellow, like, witch outfit?
2: Uh-huh. Okay, so, yeah, uh, as you come down the stairs, actually, uh, Vincent, like, has a gun out, and he's pointing it at you, and then when he sees, like, the full outfit, he, like, pulls the gun back. He's like, okay, nobody robbing a house has such a ridiculous outfit. I'll believe you for now.
3: Ha! <laughs> I don't normally wear this I'm just trying to be on theme since we're dealing with magic and stuff apparently
2: Yeah. ha Brian are you sure about this <laughs> at the moment I'm taking all the help
4: I can get Qu- Quintess you see Quintess has her like hand on her chin like yeah that's a, that's a good disguise <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <Ugh. laughs> who, do you, who do you go to for these I I need a, I need a disguise guy. I, I, I just, well, most of my stuff comes from the sewers, so.
3: I, I mean, it's, it's from, it's from my agent. Like, I'm, my day job is as a pop idol, so.
0: um, Oh.
3: Yeah. I just, I just have a lot spare. And that's.
0: (laughs) Do you have
4: anything in a quadruple X?
3: I'll see what I can do. I mean, when I worked with a skeleton pirate, I did have like a really loose pirate outfit. So, um, I'll see what I can do.
4: (laughs) Okay, well, thanks. Thanks anyway.
3: Yeah, hello, my name is Lemniscate, the new star of the superheroing world.
4: I I assume this is accompanied by a pose. Yes. Mm.
2: You can't tell, but I posed in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, I'm, uh, Vindictive. Uh, Nice to meet you. Uh, don't get too attached. I'll see what I can do.
4: (laughs) Um, Quintess reaches out a, a gloved hand. Hello, I'm, I'm. I'm Quintess. Shake hand. Nice to meet you. All smiles. Well, uh, when you when you grasp the hand, you feel something moving under it. And it's not fingers.
3: There, there's there's blinking. It falters like the smile falters just a little bit, but she goes on with it.
1: <laughs> OK, um, well, uh, good on you, Luminous Gay. So anyhow, uh, now then, what now that introductions are out of the way, I suppose it shall be time for us to teleport to the scene and yeah, at this uh brian begins uh closing his eyes and concentrating
4: quintess you you can see quintess visibly uh like takes a deep breath as her cheeks are now puffed out and yep. then she 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 doesn't actually open her mouth but she like looks at Quint at um lemniscate and points at her cheeks
1: lemniscate follows suit <laughs> yep ah oh, shit i hate this part and then <laughs> boom Uh, Yeah, basically, one second, we are in Brian the Beyonder's apartment. The next, uh, where are we, John?
0: So, I I have two options for you. (laughs) You can be on a rocky outcropping uh, in the middle of the ocean, or at the docks of uh, Pacific City.
1: I'm going to say the docks. I want to keep us, like, relatively in the city, but as close to the place as possible. Like, I don't want to teleport us into a place that might be a bit unusual or unaccommodating. So yeah, this is us, this is Brian getting into an advantageous position where they can scope things out before proceeding any further.
0: Right. So, the docks are currently, um, I mean, it's the middle of the day, there are people, like, moving stuff around and, like, luckily nobody from, like, the dock security has has noticed you, uh, just suddenly appear, but yeah, it's, Looks like a pretty normal day at the docks. That's when you look out over the ocean and see the mm. weird sky ripples that are happening. There shouldn't be weird sky ripples. That's, uh... That is
1: foreboding indeed.
0: No, and no, no, I know is, about like, this. Like the this sky,
1: sky ripples, are those above any sort of thing or?
4: The ocean, generally. You can see Quintess looking behind herself as if like she's seeing if something's poking at her back. Okay, it it's not me.
2: No, 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 yeah. I know this one. This is uh, its an optical illusion created by sailors uh, looking over the sea. Something to do with sunlight? I don't fucking remember. Mm. Come yeah, on, guys. No, the...
3: Clearly it's the Aurora Borealis.
5: <laughs> Aurora Borealis! <laughs> At this time of year and this time of
1: day, localized entirely within your kitchen.
4: Is yeah, this like a sail. I assume this is a sailor who's nearby.
0: This is a guy just, uh, standing there responding to this. Uh, no, it's just somebody with a uh, watching that meme on their uh, yeah. uh, on their phone.
4: The Simpsons yeah. doesn't exist in this universe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so
2: it's anyway, not the Simpsons, but a very similar joke is used in a different show within this universe. <laughs>
1: Yes. So yeah, um, ignoring the kid nearby who's watching that meme on his phone. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna try to examine it closer using some of my abilities. So just a sec. Um, I'm gonna use just a moment. Um, I'm gonna use principle of magic to sense things in the area. So I'm gonna use um, remote viewing and magical lore to uh, do my best and see what's going on. So let's see what I got. Mm. And last roll. Okay, I got a nine on my max die. Oh,
2: wow.
0: Okay, so um, looking out, you can see that um, the... Uh, um, it's... Uh, it, it. So it's basically like what happens if you open a rift but don't have a destination... It leads to the the world of Rift things.
2: The inner space between dimensions, basically.
1: Oh, great. So, and do I have any idea what's causing this or where, like, where I might have to go in order to close this thing up?
0: Um, so the problem is, is that it's being caused by something kind of trying to break through from that side.
1: Great. Okay. Um,
0: The worst news is that you have a name for it. ...is known as the Creature Above the Abyss...
5: Oh, God!
4: Um, Again, would like to say, not me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, what do I know about the Creature Above the Abyss, John? Um, the Creature Above the Abyss is... Um, ...kind of an... So, it's kind of what happens... ...if, you, if anti-reality took a corporeal form...
1: Oh, boy. And, okay. Um. So, and that thing is trying to break through into our world, huh?
0: Yeah, and it's, um, like, uh, so, for instance, it would see, uh, it kind of sees your reality as unreality, so it's, um, you know, trying to set things
2: right in this. Oh, uh... uh, so this is its version of spring cleaning, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh, great. Uh-huh. So, it's... uh, Brian, I can see the look on your face. That's yeah, not uh, good, is it?
1: Brian's usual expression of absolute terror. So, this
5: is the creature from above the be- the abyss. It is a being of non-reality that is attempting to remake the universe in its image. From its perspective... It is going to do to our dimension what I am trying to do with the blockages and the pipe underneath my kitchen sink!
2: Oh, that's... that's bad.
5: <laughs> Very!
2: Okay. Uh, so... and, like, Vindictive, like, pats himself on the thing and goes, Alright, uh, I'm heading out. Y'all have fun with this. No! I don't think I'm gonna be much help. <laughs> vindictive! I pointed him dramatically. You owe me a favor! <sighs> What? Here. Brian, here. what the hell am I going to do? I'm not a fucking magic person. I, I just do this. And, like, you see him, like, uh, you see Vindictive, like, just take out a knife, and he stabs his hand, pulls it out, and, like, the wound begins to, like, re-knit shut.
4: You just hear a guy in the background go, ah!
2: Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like that's what I do. What the hell am I going to do against this thing? You are more useful
5: than you might think. And remember, I endangered myself in matters relating to the mob
3: for you! <sighs>
1: okay. You hear, click, fine.
3: you hear a click,
1: and then you over. just
3: you you uh see Landiscate typing on her phone. Hashtag creature above the abyss, hashtag uh, selfie, hashtag no filter.
2: I'm That's not true. Hey,
3: no photos, no photos <laughs>
5: uh, Young lady, perhaps I would refrain from posting that on social media if one looks okay. at it. If one looks at it for too long, there is a chance that they may go permanently
1: blind.
3: Uh, Bleed post.
1: There you go. (laughs) Uh, So, John, what is the best best method of basically closing this thing up or distracting this thing or diverting its attention?
0: So there are uh, effectively three options. Option one, Uh if you get a whole lot of wizards and reinforce your reality.
1: I'm the only wizard I know, so maybe that's not an option.
0: Yeah, option two is um, it is because it has to like physically exist in your universe uh, to start changing it. You let it come through, and then you beat it back.
1: That sucks. Okay.
0: Option three is you go into the the into the place between places, and you drive it off there.
1: Okay, um, I will relay all three of these options to these guys.
0: Oh man! Well, I mean, it wouldn't be the first
4: time. Um, and uh, Quintess is actually going to uh, reach down, like into kind of like almost a runner's position, with both her hands on on the ground, um, and she's going to try to connect cosmically with this thing. So, okay, and in in the in a way that allows her to figure out how we get in there, because. Quintess assumes if Brian just tries to teleport into it, it might cause some issues. That is a
0: five. Um, all right. Uh, what was your max die? Uh, five. Okay. So, um, you're going to take five damage from... Okay. From the, you know, the... the it's more damage to, to your ability to control the, the things inside the suit. All right, you see... So,
4: if anyone who's watching Quintess sees, like... You know when you like poke a sheet that's hanging and it just like creates that, uh, like a little point out that's kind of yeah. what it looks like it happens a couple times to the in- to what for her suit but from the inside.
2: Oh, uh lemniscate quick sidebar. You see any black stuff coming out of Quintessa's suit? Uh don't fucking touch it.
3: All right. I um I'll I'll take that advice. I I guess.
4: Um as you can see her visibly sweating and get up and say, oh, "Okay, I think I figured out where we need to go? Uh, what Brian is the here. Brian, she reaches out and and reaches for Brian's head. Is Brian going to allow her to touch him? Sure, yeah. Alright, so when Quintess he tra- he touches, touches Brian, uh, she 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 transmits the, the location into his head.
1: <laughs> so yeah, uh, I just go cross-eyed for a second and then I just blink the effect away. Just,
5: my goodness, that is disconcerting, but very helpful.
4: Yeah. And that was after I translated it.
1: Oh, well, um, I appreciate your hard work, Quintess. And I give you a comforting pat on the shoulder.
4: You could see, like, a vein visibly poking out of her forehead. <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. going to take a break for a sec, and you just says yeah, down on the right ground. Ahead.
2: Oh, so, before we get into this, uh, maybe y'all could do with a little boost. And, uh, Vincent is going to use one of his abilities. Oh, wait, no, we're not in yellow, are we? Damn. No,
0: no, you're yeah,
2: not. You want to take a minor like twist? <laughs> <laughs> take a minor twist to a... uh, Do I want to take a minor twist? You know what? Yeah, I'll take a minor twist. Okay. So, um, uh, just because I think so, I'm going to use a yellow ability, uh, taking a minor twist to do that. Um, I oh, I'm going to use get in there. So I boost all nearby alleys using body snatching, uh, and I use my max plus my mid die, and then I hinder myself with my min die. Okay. All right, so that's body snatching, which is a D-Oat. Um, this is probably going to be self-discipline, because this is going to kind of hurt. And it, if I'm using a yellow ability, I still uh, use my green status dice, correct? Or does it yes, move up? You're, you're still in green. Okay. Ooh. Okay, uh, well, that's good news for you guys, and this is going to suck for me. Uh, so max plus min. So everyone gets boosted with a 16.
0: Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. So
2: that's a plus Plus four.
3: four. I'm up to a plus two now. Thank you. (laughs) Um,
2: And I take a uh, six. So I'm at a minus two as you literally see like the color just drain out of vindictive's face and all of you guys feel like really energized like all of a sudden you feel like oh man like like you can breathe easier uh it's probably for quintess especially like your breath doesn't feel as labored and and i'm assuming then vindictive is kind of like yeah and i fucking collapse onto the ground like oh so light vindictive are you all right it's fine. I just gave you guys a lot of my blood. It's okay. Oh, uh, I'll manage.
4: Uh, so, uh, <laughs> could just gets some... up. Oh, I do feel better. Thanks. It's my headache. Thank you.
2: Yeah, like, there's a very, like, Vindictive, very weakly, lifts up an arm and gives you, like, a thumbs up. And then he's just like, I'm gonna just take a nap here for a second. Here,
4: do you want me to carry you? And she starts, like, walking towards him.
2: <laughs> i uh, uh, uh guys please i uh, I'm assuming like by the time oh, you're
4: you're in the princess Carrie right now Yeah,
2: uh, Aww. that's that's lovely oh mm-hmm. yeah so you feel,
0: nice.
4: you
2: feel like you're on a waterbed
4: actually oh this is
2: nice <laughs>
4: I can I fall asleep
0: vindictive due to the effects of traveling into the space between spaces a little bit of the recording was lost um but all you need to know is that Brian the Beyonder transported the group into the space between spaces. Uh, yeah, so around you, um, uh, well, I mean, Brian's been here before. This is the place he traveled through to get to this dimension. Yep. Uh, it's, uh, kind of a chaotic mess of other dimensions that have slipped through the cracks and, uh, other weird things. Uh huh. Um,. Um, does, it like, yeah. does it look like the end of the world from Kingdom Hearts? Ah, uh, a little bit.
3: That, um, that's what Lemniscape might compare it to if Kingdom Hearts exists in this universe or whatever the facsimile is in this universe.
0: Yeah, yeah, Brian, you you you've heard people call uh, talk about how uh, in ancient times great wizards like rendered reality to build other worlds, and this might be the leftovers.
1: Ah, uh, okay. You
2: know. Ah. not...
0: Just so just a, various
2: um, bits of reality kind of floating about.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, you know. Like half-formed worlds and ideas and shit? Yeah, you, you could call them incomplete sentences you know, in the language of of, of world-building.
2: Yeah. Okay. So Frank, no. uh, so Vindictive is like, oh, why did it get so quiet? Oh, Jesus! Like, falls out of Quintess's arms onto the ground. Oh, oh, well, I did spooky. not want to look at that.
4: Quintess... <laughs> Quintess looks down at her hands, realizes that stuff it, around the seams of her wrist was leaking. It's like, it's yeah. a good idea he got off. <laughs>
5: mm. uh, let us not con- let us not concentrate on anything for too long. There are tens of thousands of stories here that have never been completed. And nevertheless, to try and examine them all would take more lifetimes than exists in the universe. For now, we Don't have the much- Just like junior high. <laughs> Yeah. So the... for now, we have but one goal: to find the source of the breach and close it by ourselves. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so finding the, the the source of the breach isn't too hard uh, because uh, uh, Quintess located the source of the breach for you and gave you that information before teleporting in here. Is it is it that huge
1: crack in reality over there? Um, yeah. So I look over and immediately regret my decision as I see
0: so it's like an undulating mass of um like it in that like hackish you know uh lovecraftian uh, non explainable thing but more because it's not made of anything you could recognize it it uh-huh. the shape changes constantly but uh like the uh, you could say the, the, the aura it gives off to, lets Brian know that this is indeed, um, uh, the creature above the abyss. Oh, boy.
2: Okay, so, question. This thing feel pain?
5: We're about to find out! Yeah, so,
4: it's, um... it's, not that. How far away is this thing?
2: Uh, several miles and also extremely close. Yeah, uh... We're it, it, inside it's... of it right now. <laughs> um...
3: I just look well, at it and all I do is I start craving jello for some reason. i like, <laughs> hungry. It's just the way it wiggles, you know. It's, mm. <sighs> just me? No? Okay.
0: Yeah. So, um. Uh, hold on. I need to double check what the. The. Uh, things are going extremely poorly, uh, theme tracker is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh,
4: you, you see Quintess look down and, like, put her hand on her suit. And you, and you see her arm wriggling a bit. And she's like. Yeah, uh, we probably shouldn't stay here too long. I don't think... um, I don't think it'll be good for me.
2: Yeah, and I think I can feel my brain melting. Oh, this sucks. I hate all of it. All right,
0: so the uh, extremely bad uh, scene tracker is one green box, uh, three yellow boxes, and four red boxes. Oh, jeez. Fun times. Oh, boy. All right, um because the, uh, the the creature above the abyss does not care for your for mere mortals uh-huh. um, uh, you guys will have the um, will have uh, can start the initiative whoever wants to uh, additionally um, I'm going to introduce a, a, a challenge right off the bat um, so uh, uh, the creature above the abyss starts with a d12. Uh, hit die uh-huh. uh huh or status die ooh and has this multi-part challenge
2: uh I'll read it off uh, the creature above the bib bis uh, begins at a status 12 uh status die of d12 and have the following multi-part uh, titan's challenge or i guess creature challenge for two overcomes we expose a vulnerable part of the creature of the creature and reduce their status by one die size and then i'm assuming directly after that there is another overcome challenge which is to take advantage of the exposed weakness to reduce the creature's status by another die size yes okay, okay. and
4: then we yeah, can't do damage to it normally then
0: oh no you can still deal damage to it normally it
2: but it's, this reduces the uh the status die so yeah. it hits a bit less harder
0: yeah mm. so if it if you don't reduce its status die it always has a d12 on every roll yes oh, okay
2: So, you mind if
3: Lemnisgate takes the charge just to show my work?
2: Yeah, go ahead. All right. So, uh, Lemnisgate... Don't forget you have the plus four boost from uh, Vindictive's blood drive. It's plus two for me because you cured my headache, which was a minus two.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, But uh, she's like, all right, let's do this, guys. And she raises her hand in in the air, snaps her fingers, and then suddenly a bunch of, like, clones of her appear around her. uh, And, like... She starts singing and dancing a pop song, (laughs) Um, and I'm going to use my green ability, the power of dance, boost using illusion, apply that bonus to all hero attack and overcomes until my next turn. Uh, So yeah, so that's going to be D6 illusions plus uh, D10 creativity plus D10 status die.
2: Vincent, who has been, uh, vindictive, who has been, like, cradling his head, looks over and sees this and goes, You guys can see this too, right? This isn't me going, like, completely bonkers. I believe we are all say- seeing the same
5: thing, however much we may not wish to.
4: Uh, Quintess is clapping in,
0: in rhythm. <laughs> oh, boy. Well,
3: all right, so that is.
0: I a like two, it. Five, six. Yeah.
3: So I am boosting out of seven.
0: Okay. So that, I believe,
2: is a plus two. Uh, yes. And, and that nice. applies everybody to a... everybody?
3: Everybody for attack and overcome. Ooh. But only attack and overcome, and it... and it lasts. So if, like, I went first this turn, if I go last next round, you get that bonus the entire time.
2: Oh, neat. All right. It's like, <laughs> so yeah, and then Vincent slowly looks taggers to me. It's He's like, you know, this beat's pretty catchy. It's almost making me forget I lost, like, several liters of blood. All right, <laughs> let's do this.
3: Right, and then I'm going to pass it to, uh, my new good friend brian oh boy introduce me to all of this
1: okay so um i guess i'm gonna start things off by using uh yeah i'm gonna start working on exposing a vulnerable part of this creature so i'm gonna use uh yeah i'm gonna use principle of magic to make an overcome check against this thing Mm -hmm. so or yeah so, Principle of Magic, overcome against a mystical force and use your max die. So, um, we've also gained a hero point from my success earlier for the sake of, uh, you know, determining what this thing is and everything. hmm So, it's going to be... Um, what would you say, John, is more appropriate for this set- situation? Magical lore or insight?
0: Uh, this is a magical lore. This is not something you gleaned from... W- Looking at this thing, it's something you Hmm. gleaned from years of study of the arcane arts. Okay, I'm
1: going to use that in remote viewing, as well as my status die, so that's a d10 and 2d8s. So... uh, Okay, and last roll. My max die is a six.
2: Uh, Okay. Success with a minor twist. Mm -hmm. Alright.
1: So yeah, Uh, I'm just going to skin this thing using my magical senses to try and pick out any vulnerable spots on it.
0: Okay Um What is your max die? Uh,
1: My max die is Um My max die is a six
0: mm. Okay So Hold on, sorry, need to get to the right page That has all the my like, twists Um Uh Sorry, what's your min die Actually
1: My min die is a two
0: Okay, um, so you you manage to like isolate, like start to figure th- this thing out, um, but uh, your magic causes physical ripples. Uh, everybody's going to take two damage.
1: Ooh, sorry, guys.
2: <laughs> hey, watch it. <laughs> Oof. All right, but we have ticked off one of the things on the uh, the exposed tracker.
0: Yep. All right, and who are you passing to?
1: I am going to pass to, uh, Quintess.
4: Alright, uh, so Quintess is going to do an Overcome. Uh, and that's a six plus two, eight.
0: Okay, that's a um, success with no twists.
4: Cool, so, nice. um, Quintess reaches her hands out to either side, um, and you see what looks like a drip of liquid that begins that it, you realize is not individual drips, it's actually, as it's falling, it's becoming thinner and thinner until you realize there's almost, like, black puppet-like, uh... like, strings reaching down from her hand uh, and going into the ground. Um, and you see she's, like, struggling in her head. I think there's something here. and It's not this thing. It's something else. Give me a sec. Uh, Um, and she's gonna start communicating with the environment. Okay.
0: Uh, Alright. So... Uh, you're trying to, to, sorry, what, what exactly are you trying to do with this
4: action? Uh, my, I'm on my next overcome, I'll go into it, but I guess, oh, wait, I guess this would expose the vulnerable part and reduce the yeah. sash Okay. Uh, I'll just do the whole thing. That, um, it's called, I think it's called the untold. Um, and then, uh, you hear almost like a weird, like, Gurgling sound, and you see something like begins like bubbling up underneath the, the thing. Um, and like hands start reaching out under from underneath it and start pulling stuff off of it. Hmm. I think it's I, I don't know if it's the opposite of this thing or another part of it, but it I, don't, I think I can use it.
3: Are and you I'm sure? Gonna, as,
4: as the things start pulling off, we're gonna say it exposes
0: a weakness, okay. That'll All right. reduce it down it uh, down to a uh, down to a d uh, ten.
2: Uh, okay, so and I think the only ones that haven't gone are the creature and the environment and me, Joey.
4: Mm, sorry. Oh, I'll pass to I'll pass to, uh, to Venture.
2: Okay. So um, while the plus two boost that was given to me by um, Lemniscate is technically only cancelling out my uh, the debuff I took from giving you guys the blood. It does, however, allow me to use my Principle of Ambition, where I overcome when someone else has given you a, bo- a bonus from a boost. And basically, uh, to read off the Principle of Ambition, there is something you want and you strive towards achieving your goals, no matter the cost. You see paths to victory that no one else will. So what... Vincent starts to realize as he's sort of in this weird multi-dimension is that the physical form here, although technically it exists, isn't really what dignifies, like, you know, power or how to use it, but rather, like, you know, magical ability or auras. And while Vince doesn't know anything about, like, magical abilities, he has an aura, and he knows how to use it. So, seeing the, like, weak spot, uh, that, um... Um, quintess is suddenly unveiled vincent goes all right let me try something and you can kind of see him like brace his arm like he's trying to use it like a hand cannon and all of a sudden this like blackish reddish necromantic energy starts like sort of crackling out of him as it sort of like you know like fits in spurts but over time it starts to slowly coalesce into like this giant chain and finally with a big like oomph! He whips it over, and it manages to latch on to the thing that's been exposed, and he goes, alright! Now I got you! And uh, then proceeds to start punching himself in the face. <laughs> <laughs>
4: cool <laughs> effort attack, ending with self-flagellation.
2: Yes. Uh, alright, so I'm going to use Principal Ambition, so this is going to use my Aura, uh, Self-Discipline, and a d6. Uh, oh, wow! Uh, that is a 10! <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you just see Vincent having latched onto this thing, and now he's just going like, HOW DOES IT feel? Ah! All
0: right. <laughs> so it is down to a D8 status. Um, are you passing to it or the environment?
2: Uh, I will pass to the environment.
0: Okay. So the environment is going to tick down. We are now in yellow. Um, and it's going to roll... Uh, so you see random letters, uh, floating in the air, and, um, it's going to spell out, uh, it's going to spell out brains. What?
2: Oh, that's Mm -hmm. not good. Like,
0: It was trying
2: trying to spell Brian, but it, like, screwed up and made a typo.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, so everyone is going to, uh, take, um six damage from the environment as uh, you are pelted with brains.
4: <laughs> oh, oh god, okay.
0: I thought, ah, ah, that, that's not where I thought this was going to go.
3: Yeah, no. uh, uh, I'm going to use my uh, reaction to use double vision and I'm going to roll illusion
2: uh, to defend. I'm lucky I don't take five of the damage. Nice. Okay. And now I will leave this place for no reason. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh huh. So, um, uh, and then the environment passes to uh, the creature above the abyss. So the creature above the abyss looks at all of this, looks at what you've all done, and how decides to and decides to eat Vincent.
2: <laughs> oh God! I mean, like you do.
0: Yeah. So uh, that's gonna <laughs> how be... does
2: it? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, buddy, let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, so that's going to be uh, D six, um, and then D eight for close combat, and then that's uh, status die of D eight. Okay, so uh, you're going to take eight damage. Oh God! Uh, and you have two options. One, you're going to, you can be hindered by its max plus mid plus min die. Oh Jesus! Or you can uh, be unable to take any other actions other than using an overcome to uh, attempt to escape.
2: Oh, <sighs> uh, Still have my six.
3: boost to over. You still have my boost to overcome.
2: I do. Uh, like the overcome isn't the issue. The main issue is um, John. Uh, quick rules clarification. If I do an overcome but use a risky action to do uh, another action, it can only be another basic action, right? Uh, yes.
0: Yeah. So you're you're talking about.
2: Doing... I can use an ability. Yeah, no, you can't use an ability. Okay. Um hmm, anything. Uh yeah, I'll I'll choose to get eaten and uh get swallowed up rather than hindered. Okay. The last thing you hear is Vincent trying to negotiate a price so that he will not get eaten to no avail.
0: <laughs> hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listen to these